Believe it or not, the movie Home Alone has got a ton of spiritual truths that we can learn from. For most Christmas lovers, the season isn't complete until Home Alone has been watched at least once. It's one of the biggest Christmas movies of all time and often ranks near the top of most best holiday films lists. There is some very clear conflicts and incredible redemptions throughout this entire movie that make it better than your average Christmas movie in my humble and correct opinion. <laughs> so Home Alone actually broke the box office record for opening weekend and was in theaters for an extremely long time when it first came out in 1990. It made over $500 million globally, which is a ton of money back in 1990 and even today, we would say. And what's amazing about this film is the way they created it. They built the entire McAllister home inside the gymnasium of a high school to accomplish all these incredible in and out shots. And in every frame in the movie, you'll see the colors red and green. Why it's an incredible Christmas movie. And I love is when you look at a picture of the McAllister home and realize that Peter McAllister paid for not only this home, but his entire family of 12 people a full paid expense trip to Paris. What did that guy do for a living? Who knows, maybe I'm in the wrong profession. I'm not, I'm glad I'm here today for our Home Alone Blockbuster Sunday. The reason Home Alone is loved by so many is because I think we can relate to its plot and themes on a personal level. Getting hurt by our family, dealing with the messiness of relationships, but also the amazing significance of healing and forgiveness is all something that we want in our life, or maybe we can relate to in our life. In the film, Kevin McAllister is accidentally left behind when his family goes on vacation for Christmas to Paris. And the night before the big trip, we happen to learn a lot about his family, the McAllisters. Watch our first clip. Mom, Uncle Frank won't let me watch the movie, but the big kids can. Why can't I? Kevin, I'm on the phone. When do you come back? Not till then. It's not even rated R. He's just being a jerk. Kevin, if Uncle Frank says no, then it must be really bad. No, we're not bringing the dog. Put in the kennel for the... Hey, 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 get off. Kevin, out of the room. Hang up the phone and make me, why don't you? Hey, did you by any chance pick up a voltage adapter thing? No, I didn't have time to do that. Well, how am I supposed to shave in France? Grow a goatee. Dad, nobody okay, let me do anything. Bye. You don't have anything to do? I got something for you to do. You can pick up those micro machines that are all over in there. And Leslie stepped on one and almost broke her neck. He was in the garage again playing with the glue gun. Didn't we talk about that? Did I burn down the joint? I don't think so. I was making ornaments out of fish hooks. My new fish hooks? I can't make ornaments out of the old ones with dry worm guts stuck on them. Peter. Come on, Kevin. Out. Peter, Kate, do you guys have a voltage adapter? Here, here's a voltage oh, adapter. Kevin, you're getting heavy. Go pack your suitcase. Pack my suitcase? I've never done this once in my whole life. Tough. That's what Megan said. Do you know what I should pack? Well, it's told you, cheap face. Toilet paper and water. Bombs away! This house is so full of people, it makes me sick. When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. Did you hear me? I'm living alone. I'm living alone. Grab yourself a napkin. Oh, 
in and you're going to have to pour your own drinks. Mom, the Santa have to go through customs. What time do you have to go to bed? Early. We're leaving the house at 8 a.m. on the button. I hope you're all drinking milk. I want to get rid of it. Hey, the pizza boy needs $122.50 plus tip. For pizza? Ten pizzas times 12 bucks. Frank, you've got some money, don't you? Come on. Traveler's checks. Forget it, Frank. We have cash. You probably get the kind of traveler's checks that don't work in France. Did anyone order me a plain cheese? Well, yeah, we did. But if you want any, somebody's going to have to barf it all up because it's gone. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Get a plate. should ask Santa for a new family. I don't want a new family. I don't want any family. Families suck. Just stay up there. I don't want to see you again for the rest of the night. I don't want to see you again for the rest of my whole life. And I don't want to see anybody else either. I hope you don't mean that. You'd feel pretty sad if you woke up tomorrow morning and you didn't have a family. No, I wouldn't. Then say it again. Maybe it'll happen. I hope I never see any jerks again. Poor Kevin just doesn't seem to fit in with his family. And after being verbally insulted enough by his siblings and cousins, Kevin finally loses it. You ever felt like losing it with your own family? He starts jumping up and down saying he's going to live alone. The foreshadowing, just pure genius. It's from the conflict in the McAllister's home that we can learn a ton about conflict in our own lives. Write this down today. Conflict convinces us that we are better off alone. If you live long enough, you've probably experienced some sort of relational hurt. It's just the way life is. People hurt people, we cannot help it. And when conflict arises, our first instinct is to run. We build walls, we stop pursuing new friendships, we often lie to ourselves saying that we are too busy for anyone else. At first, it does feel like freedom, but not for long. And scripture is always speaking to this. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 through 25, it says this, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of Jesus' return is drawing near. I really believe this verse is reminding us to avoid isolation at all costs. Because it is too easy to convince ourselves in the midst of conflict that we are better off alone. Hear me today, local city, 
I have seen too many people's lives messed up and sidetracked because they fell into this belief. You are not better off alone. You cannot isolate yourself from others or God's house. God created us to need and know each other. But yes, life has a way of making us forget this. I mean, Kevin's family literally forgets him. They wake up late, miscount their kids, and get on a flight halfway across the world without him. And you thought your family was messed up. <laughs> In this next clip, Kevin makes his family disappear, quote unquote. And here's the thing, for a while, Kevin really loves his newfound freedom. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. His family's gone and he's in control. The cars are still here. They didn't go to the airport. I made my family disappear. Kevin, you're completely helpless. No, Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Kevin, I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. Kevin, you are such a disease. There are 15 people in this house, and you're the only one who has to make trouble. Look what you did, you little jerk. I made my family disappear.
captain's doing all he can. Your phones are still out of order. We'll call as soon as we land, Kate. I'm sure everything's okay. Horrible. Horrible. Just horrible. How could we do this? You forgot him. We didn't forget him. We just miscounted. What kind of mother am I? It makes you feel any better. I forgot my reading classes. You see, the excitement of being alone quickly fades and the reality of loneliness sets in. Kevin realizes this simple truth. We need each other. We need someone on our side. Being with people is difficult, but being without people is destructive. Write this down in your notes this morning. The pain of standing alone is real. The joy of walking together is priceless. And the difference is the people in your life. Our loneliness is a signal that we have an unmet need for connection. We are designed by God for relationships with other people. How do I know? No one ever likes to admit that they feel lonely. And today, I want to encourage you to take a chance on relationships again. It could be the thing that changes your reality. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 through 10 says this, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Watch our next clip today. Little sister last year. This year I'd rather have some clay dough. <laughs> I didn't mean it. If you come back, I'll never be a pain in the butt again. I promise. Good night. shoes. Oh, thanks. Is he still here? It's really important that I see him. Well, he's getting in his car. I guess if you hurry, you can catch him. How low can you get giving Chris Kringle a parking ticket on Christmas Eve? What's next? Rabies shots for the Easter Bunny? Santa, hold on. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, if you make it quick, Santa's got a little get-together he's late for. Okay. I know you're not the real Santa Claus. What makes you say that? Just out of curiosity. I'm old enough to know how it works. All right. But I also know that you work for him. I'd like you to give him a message. Shoot. I'm Kevin McAllister, 671 Lincoln Boulevard. Do you need the phone number? No, that's all right. Okay, this is extremely important. Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. No toys, nothing but Peter, Kate, Buzz, Megan, Linny, and Jeff, and my aunt and my cousins. And if he has time, my Uncle Frank. Okay? Okay. See what I can do. Thanks. Wait, hold on a second. My elf took the last of the candy canes home to her boyfriend. That's okay. No, 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 don't be silly. Everybody sees Santa's gotta get something. Here, pull out your little paw there. 
There you go. Don't spoil your dinner. I won't. Thanks. Hear me today when I say this local city, you are not alone in feeling alone. Maybe today, right now, with all these people around you, you can't help but feel alone or like you're the only one struggling in your life. Everybody else is great, your life is awful. Can I give you the secret though to fighting isolation and loneliness? Now it for sure starts with community. As I said before, we need to be committed to community no matter what. Our life will never be fulfilled, living disconnected from others and even more importantly, disconnected from the house of God, church. You're here today, which is awesome. You got the first part, congratulations. But here's the secret to write down. Be good with being vulnerable. Here's why. Life and freedom are waiting for you on the other side of your vulnerability. We may impress people with our strengths, but we connect with people through our weaknesses. Galatians 6, 2 says this, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Today, help carry someone else's burden. Let someone else carry yours. When we open up, honest about our struggles, God tends to speak directly through his people to the darkest and most lonely parts of our hearts. You are not a burden. Your struggles are not too much. Healing is available to you through Jesus and through the people of God. I love what James says in 5.16. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. You see, James is acknowledging an important truth that we often ignore today. We need each other. Again, we were designed to do life in community. In order for our faith to grow and for us to move past the sin that we may be stuck in, we need the help of others. Hear this. Hidden things don't heal, they poison us. You don't need to be known by everyone, but you do need to be known by someone. It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not tell somebody. And the purpose of confession is that it would provide a path to healing. And that's what we all need. We all have sin and we are in need of the healing of Jesus through the power of each other. Just imagine what the church would look like if confession and prayer for one another became the norm. The church and each individual would be much healthier. We would be able to overcome our sin and our faith, man, our faith would flourish. And this brings us to our next clip. And honestly, my favorite scene in the whole movie. We see Kevin entering church, great idea, Kevin, and encounters someone he has been intensely afraid of the whole movie, old man Marley. 
because of fearful beliefs that were lies that he had about him. You see, God's healing is always powerful, especially when he heals relationships and heals through relationships. Some of the most meaningful relationships are the most expected, most unexpected. You never know where the next meaningful relationship is going to come from. my granddaughter up there, the little red-haired girl. She's about your age. You know her? No. You live next to me, don't you? You can say hello when you see me. You don't have to be afraid. There's a lot of things going around about me, but none of it's true. Okay? Been a good boy this year? I think so. You swear to it? No. Yeah, I had a feeling. Well, this is the place to be if you're feeling bad about yourself. It is? I think so. Are you feeling bad about yourself? No. I'm in kind of a pain lately. I said some things I shouldn't have. I really haven't been too good this year. Yeah. I'm kind of upset about it because I really like my family. Even though sometimes I say I don't. Sometimes I even think I don't. Do you get that? I think so. How you feel about your family is a complicated thing. Especially with an older brother. Deep down, you always love them. But you can forget that you love them. And you can hurt them and they can hurt you. And that's not just because you're young. 
You want to know the real reason why I'm here right now? Sure. Came to hear my granddaughter sing. And I can't come and hear her tonight. Your plans? No. I'm not welcome. At church? Oh, you're always welcome to church. I'm not welcome with my son. Years back, before you and your family moved on the block, I had an argument with my son. How old is he? Well, he's grown up. We lost our tempers. And I said I didn't care to see him anymore. He said the same. We haven't spoken to each other since. If you miss him, why don't you call him? I'm afraid if I call him, he won't talk to me. How do you know? I don't know. I'm just afraid he won't. No offense, but aren't you a little old to be afraid? You can be a little old for a lot of things. You're never too old to be afraid. That's true. I've always been afraid of our basement. It's dark, there's weird stuff down there, and it smells funny, that sort of thing. It's bothered me for years. The basements are like that. Then I made myself go down there to do some laundry, and I found out it's not so bad. All this time I've been worrying about it, but if you turn on the lights, it's no big deal. What's your point? My point is you should call your son. What if he won't talk to me? At least you'll know. Then you can stop worrying about it. And you won't have to be afraid anymore. I don't care how mad I was, I talked to my dad. Especially around the holidays. I don't know. Just give it a shot. For your granddaughter anyway. I'm sure she misses you. And the presents. I sent her a check. Wish my grandparents did that. They always send me clothes. Last year I got a sweater with a big bird knitted on it. Oh, that's nice. Not for a guy in the second grade. You can get beat up for wearing something like that. Oh? Yeah. I have a friend who got nailed because there was a rumor he wore dinosaur pajamas. You better run along home where you belong. You think about what I said, all right? Okay. It's nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. about you? Me? Yeah, you and your son. We'll see what happens. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's the thing about relationships. The ones that are broken hurt the most. In fact, they often hurt so much that they keep us from forming other relationships. God knows all about broken relationships, local city. You see, when sin entered the world, our relationship with him was broken. And today, it continues to be broken for those that have never accepted his plan for restoration. Jesus. Jesus died to restore that relationship between us and God. And that is the only way we can have that relationship restored. I love the quote in this past clip from Old Man Marley. Run along home where you belong. Can that simple movie quote remind you today of this truth to write down? You belong home, and home is with Jesus. That's the whole point of the Christmas season. He came for redemption and restoration, to bring us back into the family of God. Today is the first day of Advent, 
And Advent is the four-week season of anticipation that leads to Christmas Day. The word Advent means the arrival or coming of a noteworthy person, event, or thing. In this case, we're talking about God coming to earth in the person of Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah. Christmas is the celebration of Jesus' birth. Advent is the anticipation of that birth, the anticipation of knowing God was about to do the most miraculous thing through his son Jesus to bring us back home to him. I love Ephesians 3, 17 through 18. It says, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide and how long, how high and how deep his love is for you. I love that that scripture says, Jesus will make his home in our hearts. Home is where you wanna be. And Jesus wants to be in your life. You don't have to convince him or work for it. He wants to. One of my favorite quotes in the whole movie is when Kevin says, this is my house, I have to defend it. And after this, we get the most iconic moments from Home Alone with Harry and Marv encountering all the booby traps Kevin has built to defend his home. for more. city, we have something worth fighting for. We have a home to defend. It's to let people know that they belong in the house of God, that they can find healing and restoration here, that no one is too lost or broken for the love of Jesus, that the world outside tends to destroy who we are. But here in the house of God, where we are today, there is life and life to the full. I need you, local city, and you need me, and we need each other. And the world needs the hope that has a name, the name of Jesus. Never forget the good news of Jesus is worth fighting for, and that we are always better together. That we would have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep God's love is for you and for me. We all need someone protecting us with a prayer at just the right time a Bible verse that reminds us who God is, a shoulder to cry on, or in the case of our final clip, a snow shovel. Hiya, pal. We outsmarted you this time. 
Get over here. What are you going to do to him, Harry? I'll do exactly what he did to us. And I'll burn his head with a blowtorch. And smash his face with an iron. I can slap him right in the face with a paint can, maybe. Or shove a nail through his foot. First thing I'm going to do is bite off every one of these little fingers, one at a time. <laughs> oh! <gasps> Come on. Let's get you home. Where's everybody else? Oh, baby, they couldn't come. They wanted to so much. No, I didn't fall asleep in the back of the cabin jewel all over you, did I? You do drink this spit! Come on, you guys, it's Christmas. Kevin! 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 Oh, it's good to see you. Ah, you're all right. I love you. You okay? Hey, Kev. Pretty cool that you didn't burn the place down. Thanks, Buzz. Come on, local city. What a great message today. Would you stand to your feet as we close? Man, I don't know if you don't cry at that little final moment with old man Marley and his family. Woo! 
I, I love moments like today. We can laugh and take something that was used, meant for one purpose and really bring in it to the redemptive story of the Lord. And listen, maybe you're in here and right now your family situation is tough. There's broken relationships. It's, oh, <laughs> feels a little dysfunctional. But I want you to know today that I'm going to invite the prayer team up right now that they want to pray for you during this season. Maybe you're going through a time where your family feels broken. It feels a little bit stressed or overwhelming. We want you to know we can pray for you. Maybe you feel this is your first season going through a, an absent family member that you've lost or a difficulty in that. We want to pray for you because we want you to know that this is a family, that the church of God is the family of God. And it says throughout all of scripture about how every member of the family is important. And we want you to know that the only way back into that family is through Jesus. The only way to find that restoration, hope, and healing is through him. And, and the best thing that we can give you is that invitation. It doesn't take figuring everything out or getting your life right. All you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my life. It's not the only conversation you need, to have to, you need to have with Jesus, but it is the start. And listen, my prayer is that no one in this room would feel alone, that you would feel that you belong home. And listen, we have something worth fighting for because we want you to know that Jesus fought for you and he gave his life for you. He wants to bring miraculous healing to you and to your relationships. And he simply wants you to know that you can come home and step into relationship with him at any moment. There's good news of great joy today. And I love that verse in Ephesians 3, 17. It says, Jesus will make his home where? In your hearts. As you trust in him, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. That's what our prayer for you today during this Christmas season. So if you need prayer today, don't leave without prayer. Before we close and dismiss, would you all bow your heads and close your eyes with me, even if you're watching online today? And maybe you're here in the